Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. It was like a horror movie that came to life. A ventilation duct crashed from the ceiling of a movie theater in Next Shopping Center. Two patrons were injured. It happened on a Sunday evening when, you know, you least expect something as horrific as this to happen. The two patrons were attended to by staff members, taken to hospital by paramedics. The ventilation duct had dislodged from the ceiling. Uh, the spokesperson for the cinema said their priority will be to provide support for injured patrons and work with the landlord and relevant authorities to invest the circumstances. Now, that incident has raised so many questions about insurance claims, the legality of personal injury protection, and what you have to do, what steps you have to do should you be in a similarly unfortunate situation. So today we're going to discuss how do you think through claims for care should such an accident happen happen in a public arena. Um, and given the ongoing pandemic, we're then going to talk about workplace disruptions because, you know, a lot of accidents happen at workplaces and workplaces have shifted to the home. So how do workplace compensation schemes then apply to you? We're going to put these questions to Justin Chan. He's head of dispute resolution at Tito Isaac and Co. How was your weekend, Justin? It was uh, spectacularly boring, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> which, right. I, it, which I quite like. I mean, I was, I was just at home uh, watching movies the entire time and uh, doing some homework. Oh, okay. That was about it. Is that, was, is that the new norm for you, Justin? Um, uh, no, I've been doing that forever. <laughs> Always continuity. Okay, great to have you yeah. on again. Listen, this was a horrific accident. And so the big question is, you know, should such an accident happen in a public place when... Can you claim? It, well, almost immediately. I mean, when the, the moment an accident happens, you should inform your insurers. And, you, um, and at the same time, to cover all your bases, uh, you should retain a solicitor as well because the solicitor will be able to point you in the right direction uh, or point your claim in the right direction. Because if you were injured in a mall or in a cinema in a mall in, in this situation, what mm. the lawyer would usually advise you to do is to inform the mall, and the mall can then inform their respective insurers. Um, and a similar letter would be written to the cinema. And the cinema would probably have some sort of um, policy which would cover accidents within the cinema for their patrons. Okay, so when it comes to public space, who is ultimately accountable or responsible for accidents? Um, how do you decide where accountability lies? Um, I think a, a rough and ready rule is where you were injured. So in this particular case, uh, where you were injured in a cinema, the cinema is the occupier of that particular space, and the occupier owes a duty of care uh, to their cinema goers. Um, if you were in a public place in a mall, like, uh, a common, common property, for example, we're talking staircases, mm. um, corridors, you know, open waiting areas. Um, presumably, that is the responsibility of the mall because the mo- any mall, most malls anyway, would have an MCSD or they would have a managing agent for their, their common property. So it's, they are in control and responsible for that part of the property. Um, there is sort of a there's outside possibility though in this situation uh, for next mall uh, where Shaw Cinema says well you know these ventilation ducts 
we employed a specialist air conditioning and mechanical ventilation contractor. And this is they, are, they were solely in charge of maintaining the ducts, installing the ducts, uh, and ensuring the condition of the ducts. So those people could also possibly be liable. I mean, mm. it's not, not unheard of. All right. That makes sense. Does it matter if you don't have, because, you know, I, I've gone online and I see that there are a lot of insurance agencies that do offer personal accident in a public space a, a coverage in that regard. So when it comes to claims, if you don't or have personal accident insurance, does it impact on your claim should an accident happen to you in public space and you're going after the mall owner or you're going after the um, cinema operator, for example? Would it matter if you don't have a personal accident policy that covers you in public space? Well, uh, short answer is no. Mm. Uh, although everybody should have insurance at this, this every able-bodied person should have insurance at this point in time. I mean, there's loads of reasonable policies out there. But if you don't have your own personal insurance, then uh, you would leverage on the occupier's insurance. Okay, okay. And what are some claim procedures you can walk us through when it comes to an accident in a public space? Uh, uh, if you sustain an injury inform uh, insurers immediately. So that is your, this includes your insurers, uh, which will have their own process and procedures for you to follow. Uh, if you had an accident in a mall, for example, you will need to write to the mall informing them of the same so they can, like I said before, inform their insurers. And a similar letter should be sent to the cinema. And uh, with all of these things, um, it, it's advisable to get a lawyer to just sort of hold your hand through this. Because there are some activities that you would need to do to strengthen your case. Mm. So if you are able, I mean, we're talking about a situation where you do not need to be admitted to hospital. The, mm. uh, there's no real physical damage. I mean, if you are able, take pictures of the accident site. Uh, and identify if there's CCTV on the premises. And uh, last but not least, um, get medical attention. I, I like to tell my clients, you are not your own doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember having a case where just a simple headache just grew into a multitude of physical ailments, and then and some of them required surgery. So you've you've got to, uh, you know, don't do the I'll, I'll pop two aspirin and then call you in the morning thing. Find find a medical professional. Gosh, I hope that client is okay, the one with the headache. All right, um, can you let us know what you have to do if you... Do you always have to litigate? Do you always have to go to court if you are injured in public space um, to to get your claim sorted? Um, no, there's a difference between a claim and commencing a suit. So uh, when you start a claim, whether mm. it's against uh, the insurers of the... Uh, whether the, the insurance of the mall or the insurance of the cinema responds to you. Uh, if there's positive news, then then well and good. A lot of the time, insurance of the public space uh, will employ loss and justice. These are supposedly um, uh, independent people to come in and assess whether that policy responds and to what degree. So the law of justice will even want to interview you in these circumstances. And uh, most of the time, you'll be offered a figure on what the law of justice deemed to be a reasonable payout to you. 
Okay, Justin Chan is Head of Dispute Resolution at Tito Isaac and Company, helping us understand what you need to do should you be injured in a public space. This is your money. I'm Michelle Martin. So if it does go to court, Justin, does this mean that the proof of negligence of the owner of the public space is something that I would have to prove or something the client would have to prove, the person making the claim? Yes, the person, he who asserts must prove. So if, uh, I mean, all of these cases are rooted in negligence. So if you want to bring a case of that nature, you would have to prove negligence on the part of the occupier. Okay, that's clear. So Justin, what should anyone do, takeaways, if they are ever in an accident, we hope it doesn't happen, at a cinema? Okay, um, I guess uh, three easy steps. Inform your insurers, number one. Number two, inform the other side's insurers. Uh, number three, contact a lawyer. All right. Very clear. Thank you very much, Justin, for joining us this morning. We'll have you back to talk about work-life balance. Uh, I think it's a great topic, but we've run out of time. Thanks for joining us. Absolute pleasure. Have a wonderful weekend. Take care, Michelle. Yeah. Justin Chan, Head of Dispute Resolution at Tito Isaac and Company. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.